Guys, welcome back to the next video, man. If this is the first time that you guys are tuning in, I just want to say thank you so much. If this is the second time or if you went through all my videos in the past, thank you so much. And I'm going to use this as a video basis to show you guys exactly what to expect, okay, in the wonderful TOEFL ITP reading course. Now, again, if you guys are watching this, I'm doing this well in advance as opposed to the, re you know, the course that you guys have seen the layout and whatnot, but this one I'm going to make available to the public just to uh, show everybody basically. And so what I have here are a number of different passages, okay, that are related to whether it's inference questions or reference questions or vocabulary and context in this specific segment, okay, you're going to see 11 vocabulary questions that are laid out perfectly. Now, keep in mind, Okay, with vocabulary questions, it's always about understanding the meaning. Is there a positive and negative effect? Can we eliminate some of these things? I'm going to guide you through that today, right? And if you are watching this today, thank you so much. Understand that, yes, the I'm telling you, man, I'm so excited. The reading course is going to be available September 15th. That's right. It was a little bit of a one-month delay, absolutely. But listen, it's better later than never, as they've always said. And I'm going to obviously go over the layout of the content and whatnot. As you can see here, I've written up a lot of things. Um, and even to hurry up and point out over here on this end, you guys will see a little bit of the layout in regards to, okay, main idea questions, overview questions, understanding the meaning of multiple paragraph passages, factual questions, recognizing valid inference based on longer passages, inference questions and purpose questions, answering those types of questions, vocabulary and context questions. There are many things and lots of videos to be had, okay? So for all my Mexican folks out there, my Indonesians, uh, my Vietnamese, you guys have been tuning into my TOEFL ITP a lot. Right. And so if you are interested in this course, you're going to be able to buy the package course. OK, the package for it's going to be 100 total dollar, uh, dollars. That is going to include the structure, the written expression and the reading. OK, when it comes to the debut, I'm going to do a live debut just to show everyone the course content, too, and whatnot. But again, very excited to give you guys a nice little snippet. This is a TOEFL ITP reading course snippet is what I'm going to call it. And we're going to be doing vocabulary and context passages. Okay, Civil War. Make sure you follow me on ESL or my ESL podcast page, Arsenio's ESL podcast. If you're not already following me there, if you're interested, you can get in contact with me through any of the links in the description or even my Facebook page if you're watching it there. All right. So with that being said, people, Let's go over 11 of these questions, okay? So, with vocabulary and context, I believe the vocabulary and context questions in TOEFL ITP is far more difficult than the IBT. All right, I'll repeat that. ITP, more difficult than IBT. Because some of the words, and you know, if you get a 50, well, when you get a 50 question passage or test in general, obviously, 10 question passage, there are going to be some very big words in there that are very, very confusing, even for native speakers like me. At least two out of those 50 questions will have two vocabulary questions at, in those five passages that you get within the 50 question test. That is difficult, very difficult, okay? Because the words are just too big. It just doesn't make any sense at all, 
right? And so how can we go about establishing ourselves and being able to, you know, uh, beat out those questions? Well, I'm kind of using the same technique for my IBT that we're going to be doing in this ITP, okay? So let's hurry up and get down here. Number one, the word feverish in line one is closest in meaning to, now feverish, our answers are extremely rapid, meaning fast, B, sickly and slow, completely opposite, right? So we have fast and we have slow. C, very dangerous, okay? These are all three different meanings. We have the two polar opposites and then we have something that's dangerous and understandable, D, all right? Now, for some of you who are like, oh man, I really don't know this question. Luckily, I, <laughs> my market is not the Thai market because they, oh my God, they would try to tell me, oh no, they have to choose the best choice. They don't know any words. They don't know any vocabulary. It's just so annoying. Luckily, I don't have to deal with that anymore. My market is the world and the world market. You guys should be able to understand what our understandable is and feverish in general. So let's look at the sentence, right? It says the civil war created feverish manufacturing. Okay. So whatever this is, it's modifying manufacturing activity to supply critical material so feverish manufacturing to supply critical material so whatever type of manufacturing it was it was to supply critical material especially in the north and we're referring to the civil war so they had to do things in order to supply the critical material for you know, some of the war, uh, some of the army or whatever you want to call them in the north. And this was during the Civil War. So we're understanding the context of it. Whatever type of manufacturing it is, it was to supply material to give, uh, let's just say tanks, more tanks or give the army more tanks or give the army more supplies and materials such as guns. And I don't know, whatever they used back in the Civil War, which bayonets, I don't know what they used. Um, so, yeah, I'm pretty sure they used bayonets back then. Um, so. Do you think slow manufacturing to be able to supply critical material to armies in the north? It can't be slow, right? Because it's during the Civil War. So we can hurry up and get rid of A, oh, I'm sorry, B, sickly and slow. Dangerous, well, anything that is supplied for any army in any world is dangerous when used with uh, an intent to kill, right? So. No. Okay. Dangerous manufacturing. No. Dangerous manufacturing that supplied material doesn't make much sense. Right. So we have understandable and we have rapid meaning fast. So if you're able to do the 50 50 rule, you will pick a extremely rapid just because obviously, you know, you have to create it at a pace so that you can supply the army so that they can kill more. Ta -da! That's how you do it. That's how you understand these vocabulary questions, the, the, the basis of each the media and trying to put it into the sentence so that it can make some sense. Let's go into number two. Which of the following is closest in meaning to the word critical in line one? A, industrial, B, serious, C, crucial, D, insulting. Now, industrial, industrial estate, for example. B, serious. Serious is more like a serious person. C, crucial. Okay, this can be very important. Crucial means important. And then insulting, meaning you are insulting someone. So let's hurry up and look at what critical is. Activity to supply critical material. Okay, activity to supply critical material. 
Insulting material? No. Okay. Industrial material? Perhaps. Serious material? You can't put serious on with material. So we're getting rid of serious because that's used for people. Insulting, that is used in describing something like an insulting, oh, she's being very insulting towards me or something. That is for people, not inanimate objects. So we have industrial and crucial. And because I already said critical, that means important. Are you going to go with industrial meaning important or crucial? C is your answer. That's how you break it down, people. Let's keep it running. Number three, the phrase, the stage was set. And line two is closest in meaning to, so let's hurry up and check this out. When the fighting stopped, the stage was set for dramatic economic growth. So after the fighting stopped, something negative, the stage was set for dramatic economic growth. So once the fighting stopped, the stage was set, boom, for rapid economic growth. All right, A, B, C, or D. A, the play was over. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think a war is play. Okay, let's just put it there. No, the progress continued. Now, the continue was after economic growth. The progress was the economic growth. But the stage was set came before that, so we can't use B, the progress. Now, C, the foundation, or the foundation was laid, or D, the direction was clear. Okay? Now, stage and foundation is the same thing. Set, laid, same thing. That's why C would be the answer. Direction and set, no. Clear, uh, what is it? No, what is it? Stage and direction, no. Direction is telling something totally different from a stage. A stage is something that's there. Stage was set, foundation, that's something that's there. Direction is like, okay, we're going in this direction, right? So set and clear. Those are two totally different things too. Got it? So the answer is C. All right, let's keep it running. So the number four, the phrase real estate in line four refers to, uh-huh. Okay, so let's go up to line number four. All right, so here we go. And the few taxes that remain leaned heavily on real estate, not on business, okay? Now, let's say that again. Heavily on real estate, not on business, okay? Heavy on real estate, not on business. And this is in regards to taxes. So what do, you know, real estate and taxes, you could kind of try to pin one and one together and you'll get that number two. So A, it says tools and machines. That's not what real estate falls into. Actual income, that's not what real estate falls into, okay? You have C, new enterprises, and you have D, land and buildings, okay? So new enterprises, However, if we go back up to number four, it says not on business. Business equals enterprises, all right? Business does not equal real estate. Real estate equals the land and the buildings by which everything is built upon, baby. That's how you do it, all right? So here we go. Number five, we got a more interesting one because uh, obviously with this question, it doesn't make much sense. And because of this word buttressed, right, it's one of those big words, again, that I told you that you will more than likely see on that ITP test. So if we look at this, it says A, concerned, B, supplemented, C, restructured, 
be enriched. So concern is obviously you're showing concern about someone or a given situation. Supplemented meaning, okay, you can supplement one thing for another. Restructure meaning it's a whole restructure and enriched meaning the growth, okay? So if we look at, again, buttress, which I highlighted up here in yellow, it says the population flow from farm to city increased, okay? And the, okay, so increase, this could be good or bad, right? So this isn't concerning, but this could be good or bad, right? And then it says here, and the labor force it provided was buttressed. Labor force provided it was buttressed by millions of newly arrived immigrants willing to work for low wages in the mills of the North and on the railroad crews of the Midwest and the West. So basically, the labor force it provided were millions of these newly arrived immigrants who were willing to do anything, okay, to work for low wages. That's what that comes down to. So it was buttressed by millions. Now, again, was it concerned? No, there's no concern about that, right? Supplement it. Is there a supplement that's happening there? No, because if it, if it mentioned another group of people and how they've supplemented for the other, no, we have one group of people, immigrants. So no, restructured. Is there a restructuring that happened? If you look at that entire paragraph in whole, no, no restructuring that's happening. So it was enriched. It was enriched by millions of people who were willing to work for low wages. That's what butchers means. We're understanding the context of the sentence that the vocabulary word is in. You guys get what I'm saying? All right, so let's look at number six. Oh, accommodated. Okay, I know this word and I know a lot of you out there know it. A, persistent, B, indifferent. So persistent meaning they keep fighting, they never give up. Indifferent meaning common, right? Yeah, common. Balanced or you feel a little bit weird about a situation, right? Or weird about something in general. Balanced or helpful, okay? Now, obviously, I know the answer to this one because obviously, you know, accommodating is one of the things, but let's just look at the sentence here. Government was nothing if not accommodating, okay? It established tariff barriers, provided loans and grants to build a transcontinental railroad, and assumed a study posture, okay, of non-intervention in private enterprise. Is that all positive? Is that all positive? That's what we have to understand, okay? Because, again, government was nothing if not accommodating. So we have a double negative here. Nothing if not, meaning it was positive. Why? Tariff, uh, tariff barriers, provided loans, grants, you name it. They were very accommodating, meaning they were very helpful, okay? Persistent, it doesn't mention it being persistent based on the context of the sentence. Indifferent, forget about it. Balance, how the hell was the government balanced? Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> you guys get what I'm saying? So here we go. Let's go into the next one. Ooh, this one, dude, I like this word. I like this word. I might give this to you guys so that you could, again, if you want to check out some of the answers on my blog, be, you're more than welcome to do that, okay? <sighs> there is a bird like around here. Make this, oh, it's the cutest little bird in the world. It's about that big and it's yellow. Okay, anyways, which of the following could best be substituted for the word posture in line 10? Now, stature, predicament, position, situation. Ooh. 
Ooh, okay. Now let's look at the context of the sentence. And I'm going to allow you guys to do this one with me. All right. So you guys already obviously heard me say posture. And I'll say it in the sentence again. Assumed a study posture of non-intervention in private enterprise. A studied posture. Okay. So it's a noun. A studied posture of non-intervention. Okay, so whatever this is, it studied something, okay, and non-intervention. So stature, predicament, position, and situation. Now, posture and position, right? Okay, you see, you have to sit up like me. Sometimes I kind of like slouch over, but I got to make sure I sit up. That is posture, but it's being used in a context such as it studied the posture of something. No. Got it? Now, stature, maybe because non-intervention. Predicament, is there a situation that's happening? No. Situation, is there a situation that's happening? No. So I would go with A. Now, I didn't look at the answers, but I would go with A. And if you guys are interested in the answers, go to my blog, thearseniobuckshow.com. This entire video, podcast, everything is on there for you, for the big old sneak peek, okay? And let me give you one more. Now, remember, there are questions 9, 10, and 11. It says in number eight, the word prevailed. Prevailed. Now, I know this word. Some of you don't. Prevailed means it rebounded. It bounced back. Okay? It bounced back. So influence meaning you show the power of influence over a group of people. Triumph means like a triumphant victory against all, all, against all odds. It achieved glory. Now, I'm not going to say anything else. <gasps> See, it premiered, meaning it was its debut. It began, it started, and evolved the evolution of something. So let's check out this number 11. I think it's still around here. All right. So line number 11. Let's check this out. Okay. So again, if we look at line number 11, okay, 8, 9, 10, 11, there it is. Okay. So it says here, the social Darwinism of British philosopher Herbert Spencer and American economist William Graham Summer prevailed. So let's look at the census before. Government, what did they do? They were very helpful with tariff barriers, provided loans and grants for the Transcontinental Railroad. Also did a studied posture of non-intervention and private enterprise. So then it goes into the explanation. The social Darwinism, okay, of these two philosophers and an economist prevailed. So whatever helpful this is, it means this, it prevailed. And it goes on to say the theory was that business, if let to its own devices, would eliminate the weak and nurture the strong. That's the theory. Eliminate the weak and nurture the strong. Eliminate the weak and nurture the strong. Okay. And then obviously business expanded. We're going too far down the road. Okay. So we understand the before and after context of each sentence before answering this one. So prevailed. What were these two philosophers and this economist talking about? Were they talking about it premiered? Did it evolve? Did it triumph? Or did it influence? Okay. Now, a lot of you would say, ooh, influence is quick. Me, I would give my B. I would say triumph, okay? Because it gives the explanation of a theory, the poor will die off and the strong will survive. That's a triumphant victory, okay? Influence, I don't think poor dying is influence. 
premiering doesn't make any sense in this context and evolved perhaps but i would go with triumph because this is how i break it down i kind of say this i say b i would give maybe about an 85 percent trance because the context that's the word of the day context in which it is being used makes a hell of a lot of sense okay then you have evolved i'm like ah, i give it about a 50 percent influence you can't influence the poor dying so i don't like influence and premiere this just it doesn't it's not relatable whatsoever this is how I break down my vocabulary questions. And to be honest with you, if you guys are on my TOEFL IBT membership, you're going to see a number of different coaching sessions I have done with one of my Peruvian students in regards to breaking down the context and saying, oh, this is 80%. This is 50%. This is 40. Okay, I'm going with 80. And every time it's correct. So I gave you some techniques on how to understand how to look at the sentence before and after given different percentages to what may or may not be the answer and now with that see if you can answer questions number nine ten and eleven all right so obviously for those of you you know on my itp course you guys are probably watching this you're probably like oh man this is so useful thank you so much normally i give you guys half the questions to answer so you can apply the techniques that i used right in this case, I actually did probably about 75 to 85% of them, right? But nonetheless, do some practicing. There are so many more passages that obviously will be debuting, especially the huge mini tests and post tests at the end. And until then, man, stay tuned for more. And I'll see you guys at the next video.